Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Evan Orvath of Solero Commerce. We're coming to you live from the Solero Commerce compound, as always. They've been with us since the very beginning. If you own a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you got to check them out. Contact Evan Orvath or get in touch with one of us, and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Today's episode is also brought to you by PlanBSales.com and CircleBDieCast.com. If you're looking for any diecasts or any other NASCAR memorabilia, be sure to check them out. Use promo code BFP123 for free shipping on orders over $20. Brad Keselowski is going to be showing the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pull hair, so. Mickey forgets that if they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years, so. Uh... Occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This Dirty. week's Black Flag podcast is now in session. Hey, we edged him out, we beat him, so it's all good. Uh, all right, boys and girls. Episode 136 here, live from the Solero Commerce Compound. I am Charlie Samborn. You are Brad Saucier. At ZSamborn III, at BSauce96. Uh, you know the drill from there. At Black Flag Pod, go to the Patreon app, do the thing. Um, that being said, we are fresh off of the Thompson World Series weekend. Uh, always a good time there, but I think we have uh, an important way to start this one off. Um, at the end of the festivities yesterday, Sunday, um, Apparently, some scumbag, uh, and, and, and we, we all know Daniel Eugene. We, we've tried to shed a light on him as much as humanly possible. This kid is incredibly talented. Um, he is one of the most genuine, nicest human beings on the entire planet. So I am baffled as to why anybody could possibly have any sort of hate or discontent, or anything in regards to him. Uh, at the end of the festivities yesterday, apparently our good pal Daniel was attacked by someone who doesn't like gay people, or is afraid of gay people, or has something to say about someone being gay. Um, I think that on behalf of myself, I won't speak for you, Bradley, but... Um, the Black Flag Podcast, that shit, simply unacceptable. Zero need for that. Zero tolerance for that. Um, whoever did it, you're a giant pussy. Um, you're a giant piece of shit. Um, and I hope and uh, I, I uh, very much look forward to the point in which this incredible community, this racing community, this family that is motorsports and the world that we are associated with um, leads to karma biting you in the fucking ass. I feel the exact same way. I don't (laughs) understand how someone can have that much hatred towards anyone. Anyone. Uh, Especially Daniel. I don't know that we've we've brought anyone to the racetrack that's never met Daniel before that met Daniel and had anything bad to say about him afterwards. No. It's literally impossible. Um, the most coward move of all time to jump out from behind a camper and jump someone from behind. Not only from behind, behind. but in the dark. And, And it was obviously calculated. So it's obviously someone who has such a deep, strong 
feeling towards this. And I just, I don't get it. I do not understand it. Daniel Eugene, not only is he a gem as a human being, but this is someone who has done nothing but promote the ever-loving piss out of the one thing that we all love. Yeah. The the motorsports, short track racing, places like Thompson, Stafford. He came out to Beechridge. He's done the Oxford 250 now. This person is an incredible human being. And I, I don't I just don't get it. He's an incredible race fan too. He loves yeah. it just as much as we do. And, you know, we saw him throughout the whole entire weekend. And yeah. he was happy as can be. Just like all of us at the racetrack, loving every single minute of it. And I, I I was at work all day today, just got out and was trying to keep up on social media. Um, really it was in chunks and, and I ended up seeing the outpouring of support that he was getting, which is well warranted. Mm. Um I I truly don't know anyone that dislikes daniel eugene no um and obviously this whoever this person is who who has that much hate in their heart it doesn't just start with the thompson world series yesterday so i'm sure that they have a history of this and uh whether it's words and it turned into actions or or whatever i'm sure that they will we'll find out who it is and and for whatever it's worth I, i did get a hold of daniel today he is okay he is obviously a little bit shaken up um, his his post on Facebook today. I, I recommend anyone who hasn't seen it yet to head on over there. Befriend Daniel Eugene. Take a follow over to Daniel Eugene Photography. Look at the incredible things that he does. And, um, you know, it, it, it's to the point where this, the Black Flag podcast, is typically a very fun show. We, we have a lot, we have a very good time doing this. We've made a lot of friends doing this. Um, but for someone to take away the one thing that we talk about all the time and we we've said it very recently and not to be super liberal about it because by no means are you and i liberals i don't think um but a racetrack is supposed to be your safe place that is supposed to be the one place in which every single person gets along you're all there for the same fucking reason you are all there because you love racing, you love short track racing, you love the track that you're at, you love the people that you're with, and at the end of the day, you can all just go have a beer at, at, at the end and talk about the races that you just watched. It's literally that simple. It is that fucking simple. And for someone to take that away from someone is top one most pissed off I have been in a very long time. And it's not even just take it away from someone. It's take it away from Daniel Eugene, who yeah. is a staple who literally, in the racing community. There is not a single person who deserves that less than Daniel Eugene. Yeah. Literally a phenomenal human being. So, again, going back on the scumbag piece of shit that did this, somebody's going to find you. I'm not saying it's me. I'm not saying it's Bradley. Somebody is going to find you. Somebody is going to figure out who you are, and I promise you're going to have a bad time. Whether it's legal action, whether it's fucking ruining your things that you love and want to do and go to, if there is anything that we can do you know, without technically breaking the law, I'm all for it. I will go to whatever meeting needs to be done. I will be part of whatever needs to be said. I don't give a flying fuck. Because that is the most anti-Black Flag podcast thing that you could ever 
possibly fucking do. And I, I'm no need, no tolerance for it at all. No. That being said, I did make a phone call today. I asked Bradley about it. We have discussed it. What we're going to do, we're going to come out with some rainbow BFP merch. Okay. It'll be a limited supply. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to look phenomenal. I think the easiest way to do it, we're going to make some hats. Uh, they're going to be embroidered. They're going to be the BFP logo. That's typically one color. That's going to be a rainbow. Uh, we're just going to basically recoup costs. Anything past that going straight to Daniel Eugene photography. Uh, the kid deserves it. He works his balls off to be able to put his name out there and create the content that we all deserve. And this is something that whoever is interested in it, let us know. We will make it happen. And I am not one who ever in my entire 28 years of existence ever would have thought that I would wear anything rainbow. It was just never on my bucket list of things to do. Well, aside from being a Jeff Gordon fan. Well, <laughs> yeah. um, but I will wear whatever it is that we come up with proudly um, because whoever came up with it, I don't know if it was Nicole Rose or whoever it was, but the hashtag we stand with Dan, that's that's the forefront of the BFP pot or BFP mantra for for the next little bit here um so get a hold of us whether it's bradley myself the bfp account we need to kind of get a head count of what who's interested in that and, and we'll make it happen but uh rainbow bfp merch gonna come out here and we are going to flaunt the shit out of it because that's what daniel deserves yeah yeah we definitely stand with dan and one thing that's been uh, it's become very clear to me that bfp and daniel eugene photography are very very much hand in hand um, because the racetrack is a better place when Daniel's at the racetrack. Yeah. We go, we go have a good time, and Daniel's always there, and he documents us having a good time. Yeah. Well, the way we operate, sometimes you can't remember the time <laughs> that you had, and Daniel's pictures tell a story, and now we have those stories to go along with the you know little bit that we remember from the night's happenings, and I just... It honestly like sickened me to my stomach like when I first saw the post today and then you know my, my phone started blowing up on you know Snapchat group chats and just people reaching out texting me Snapchatting me um, you know Freddie Kraft even reached out and said yeah. that you know if Daniel needs anything just you know have him reach out or, or have one of us reach out to Freddie and, and you know he wants to help so um, yeah I, I don't I don't get it um, he is one of us he is you know he's a race fan couldn't be any more one of us no in terms of his love for the sport his love for just humans in general an overall positive human being literally never heard a bad thing about him no he's never done anything to anyone no. and I, I just don't get it he lives his own life he does the things he wants to do and god fucking damn it oh it, it i have never i've i get i get cunty i get cunty i do i'll be the first person to say it this has made me genuinely angry. Yeah, I, I can't wrap my head around and, and I just don't understand how... Imagine not feeling safe at, at, the, at the place you're happiest. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get it. I mean, I get that portion of it, but like, why I, would you want to ruin that for no, someone? I just, I just There are plenty of people at the racetrack that I do not care for. And that man has an army behind him. Oh, my militia. God. <laughs> militia. Yeah. The, we got pitchfork, pitchforks, and they're on fire. Yeah. And, and we ride at Sunday. And I hope whoever the, pu the pussy is that did that is listening right now. Because there, there is an entire goddamn battalion behind this kid who will do whatever it takes to make this right. 
in some way, some fashion. Um, not saying that it's it's it is what it is, but it it it, it needs to be righted somehow. Um, so sorry uh, <laughs> to start the show off there uh, the way that we just did, but it needed to be done, needed to be said. Um, Daniel, if you're listening, we love you. We all love you. We love you very much. Keep your head up. If you need to fall down, we are here to catch you. I promise. And uh, we'll prop you right back up. And there is new rule. New, new rule. Uh, Daniel's not allowed to not be outside of the gaggle for a little while here. We're going we're gonna to make sure he's all right no matter where the fuck he wants to go. Yep. Um, so, Daniel, we love you. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, don't let this pussy ruin this for you. Uh, he's a goddamn coward. And uh, we'll, we'll get it right. Don't worry. Like, like we said, we're, we're both going to be... Elevated. We're gonna be. We're gonna be both we elevating. The, we, ascending. The Black Flag that podcast. The right word? That was ascend, ascend, ascension. Well, I don't know about that. Simultaneously ascending. That makes sense. We the day. Black Flag podcast. Daniel and Gene photography. Very much on parallel routes. Um, going to the top, and this doesn't change that one bit. Uh, if anything, this is only going to elevate it even more. Um, and if, if it's something that we need to bring attention to on the forefront here, shit is unacceptable, period. Yep. End of story. Um, we want Daniel at the racetrack, and I don't know. I, I've never met anyone that doesn't want Daniel at the racetrack yep. except for this one coward. So um, hopefully we'll be seeing Daniel at the racetrack soon. Uh, I know that we love yep. being around him, having him around. and uh, He's not going anywhere. No. He, no. If, if anything, if anything, we will make sure that he is there even more with a louder presence and making sure that he does the things that he needs to do, says the things that he needs to say. And if we need to give him a microphone or a bullhorn or whatever the fuck it is to make sure that this shit stops happening. Cause I promise you that if this is happening in Ken- Thompson, Connecticut, I can only imagine the same shit of people who are in his same shoes that are happening down in Florida, Alabama, the Carolinas, wherever this may be, because this I, I I can't imagine this is the only time this has ever happened. No. Nor do I believe that it's the last time it'll ever happen. But if there's anything that we can do to make sure that it happens less until it finally does get to zero, I'm all in. Whatever has to be done. Pitchforks. But pitchforks. I don't care. Doesn't matter. We ride uh, at sunrise. But you know, we're we're Daniel's voice right now. Hopefully he appreciates this and maybe we'll have him on to to talk about his version of things and and what what his his say is on all of it but uh he's not going anywhere and if it's up to us he's going to have an even bigger louder voice now so uh fuck you whoever did that and that being said we still did have a good time at thompson uh (laughs) we had a a three-day bender if you will uh friday uh we had a we had a whole uh plan if you will bobby rusty and myself uh which quickly turned into robert russell and charles uh we're gonna go from the go-kart races uh to bartlett bridge that was gonna be rusty and myself bobby had to race flappy birds at riverside on saturday uh so rusty and i we boogied down there made really good time actually it took us like only just over two hours to get down there and uh we we ended up at the party and uh had a good time you and you had invested in a speaker with microphones yeah Uh, it looked like you had a time was that friday or saturday so that was Friday. Was um, yeah. Yeah. So the races get over. 
Uh, well, I guess we should probably bring up the races. I believe Friday night was the night. Was it the street stocks? So again, this is this is where shit kind of hits the fan, and uh, this might not end up being a good podcast for for the haters when that the, the don't like when we don't talk about racing. I guess we're gonna talk about racing as much as we can. I believe it was a street stock race. They put on one hell of a show, and the the Craven got him finish. That uh, <laughs> that was that was very entertaining. Uh, I think it was like a. The number seven and number eleven. I don't know the names. There's too many people. It was like a hundred fucking cars that raced this weekend. Um, so that's the only thing that I really remember from Friday night. Uh, other than, I believe our good pal there, Andrew Moeller, m- made it a half of a lap. Unfortunately, not a good, uh, not a good first night for him. Uh, other than that, I don't remember much of the racing. Um, again, three day bender. That was day one. So we ended up leaving the, the grandstands going out and grabbing the, uh, the Bluetooth speaker with the microphone that I forgot the batteries to. And, um, so that was probably that is a crucial part. It was probably helpful, honestly, that we didn't have uh, the microphone working correctly because, um, my voice is a little raspy right now. And, um, <laughs> let's just say we acapelled, uh, John Denver Friday night, very eloquently, um, but that was later in the night, so let's get back eloquent to it. Probably is so the right word. Where, for that. Well, right. We thought it was eloquent, but so we grab the speaker, we go on tour. We're starting the tour, walking around the whole entire whole entire lot. It is quite literally at this point. The tour was just Reagan Parent, Cassidy Griffith, Taylor Pierce, and I. Mm-hmm. Just us four. Have the speaker. Reagan has a speaker as loud as it'll go on his shoulder. It's like I don't know nine o'clock, and uh, we're buzzing around, causing havoc, dancing, singing, just you know having a good time. And uh, we ended up doing a loop down by like the uh, right as you exit the pits on the left there that that whole you know area I guess where we kind of like partied in, in the spring and uh, on our second loop through we stopped at Carl Madero's camper and down the line there was some fella that we all thought well Taylor thought that he was yelling BFP but he was yelling karaoke which is the same syllables. same thing yeah. um so it makes <laughs> sense and. Uh, so we head down there, right? Well, he's setting up the karaoke, and he goes, oh, yeah, yeah, we got karaoke. Would, uh, would you guys like to sing? Like, I don't think he actually knew who we were, but um, karaoke, BFP, you get it. And uh, we're like, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, actually, I said no, and then I got peer pressured into it. And then I was like, oh, yeah, Tomorrow by Chris Young is the only song that I'll sing. And he's like, oh, yeah, all right, we'll get it dialed up. So Reagan and I sat down. We each grabbed the microphone, and we, we belted our, our little hearts out for uh, quite some time. And... Um, then uh, I think after that, we, we ended up leaving the, the premises, going back on like the main stretch, headed down into the pits. And uh, we ended up meeting up with uh, Deej Trudeau, Robbie Gordon-Douglas, and Jacob Perry. And we added way more people. I don't even know how many people were there. There was like six, seven, Have eight, you ten, that the, eleven. The, the gaggle is slowly growing. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> everywhere yeah. we go. Yeah. Well, we, there's a reason why we have a touring series of humans group now, and yes. we're, we're slowly trickling people into it because we're we're just we like to have a good time, mm-hmm. and we like to go to you know different places, different events, and, and like Rusty said on last week's podcast, he was he was getting all sad that it was the end of the race season. Well, there's no off season, and it, it's and the then, beginning of a big race season. Yeah, it's a, it's the beginning of we actually have to plan out like a weekend trip to go like seven hours south and you know jump through eighteen hoops, and but we're gonna do it because we don't like to be sad, right? And we do enough of being sad Monday through Friday, so you know, we we live for the weekends, and like Morgan Wallen said, we'll sleep when we're dead. So we are walking down now up the the road course back towards the main entrance, and we like we acquired those three that I just named, and I don't even know how many other people that were there there was like 15 people that just came out of nowhere and just added to our tour which was terrific that's exactly what we needed well 
my first actual, like we're like halfway up the road course and I'm like, fuck, I forgot my backpack. So I look at Robbie and I'm like, oh no, I look at, I look at everyone. I was like, I'm going to jump the fence. I'm like, "Ah, Robbie, it's nice to meet you. I hold my beer (laughs) and he held my beer and I jumped the fence so eloquently that I woke up the next morning with the biggest fucking bruise under my left leg. And I was like, where did that come from? What did I do? I don't understand. I had nutted myself hard on the fence. I haven't jumped the fence probably since like going to kickball at recess in like sixth grade. Huh? What'd you jump the fence for? The, to get back to the camp a lot. To oh, you were to, in the pits? To go, no, like the uh, around the road course, like oh, that oh, side oh, of the oh, camp yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I left my backpack at karaoke. I, just, I think I just left that whole part out. It's been a long-ass <laughs> fucking day. I'm burnt out. Uh, my voice <clears> is <throat> half gone. But yeah, so it was a nice hold my beer, I'm going to jump the fence and run away type moment, which I did, and they all waited for me, which was great. Nice friends that I have. And uh, security did not like me jumping the fence too much, I guess. So they got pee-pee slapped. I did not. I was running, so... Um, anytime you're running at 9 a or 9 p.m., you know the night's just going to go uphill from there. Right. So we end up meeting back with them. We keep keep the tour going, and uh, we end up going back down towards Dolly's Camper, which is out by the clubhouse, and uh, we kind of just regrouped. There was, wasn't was really much going on outside uh, at anyone's anyone's fire or anything, so we, um, we actually sat down in the middle of the road course in a circle. I don't necessarily know why, but we did, and we were playing music. Speaker died. Well, that speaker died. Reagan brings out his speaker. So we start playing music. We all get back up. We start walking back up where we just came from, uh, up the road course, back towards like the main entrance. And uh, Reagan's speaker dies. So at this point, we acquire a dolly in a, in a um, I don't even know who else was there. We like we literally we were all sitting down. We almost got hit by cars like over and over again. Brian Crowley showed up, so he was going to be one of the main vocalists in in John Denver. So we're walking up. We're we're <laughs> he walking actually up is John road, Denver. We're walking up the road course, and if we weren't singing "Take Me Home, Country Roads," we we started a "Let's Go Brandon" chant. So um, we were causing scenes. Who's Brandon? You, you didn't see that whole deal when Brandon Brown won at Talladega. Oh right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, we're, we're walking up, making uh, lots of noise and stuff, and we ended up going over to where the Swanson compound is. Mm-hmm. There was no Matt Swanson, but that's just what we call it. We have called it Stagger Steve's over there, Crowley. You, you get it. So we, we play cornhole. We have a fire or whatever. We have a good time for a little while, not not too, too long. You guys ended up showing up, and uh, I mean, it wasn't... It was, it, it was. I feel like the weekend was prefaced in a negative light because some asshole went through the, the fucking golf course... Yeah, with like a car. And like tore up all the fucking green, which which like, again, very unnecessary. I don't know why you need to do that. I know nothing about the Thompson golf course. See, see, never played it other than driving by it on the road uh, to the racetrack. Well, that's the type of shit that pisses me off. Like what we do for the most part, I should say, and very loosely, what we do is harmless. Like, I feel like what we do is harmless fun. Yeah. Nobody's ever really getting hurt. Nobody's ever really getting uh, destroying property for the, again loosely, um, but like we, we don't really do anything that that's like that. We we have harmless fun. That's Adhe- the whole point. Adhesive peels off. People driving shit on the golf courses and to the point where like <laughs> where like they had to make a statement of, like you can't have golf carts and like any form of transportation other than your leg at the racetrack. Then like it, it already prefaced on a bad note. Yeah. Uh, and then we had the weekend. It was cold. It was rainy. Uh, it was just kind of meh in that regard. 
Um, I, I don't know much about the Thompson golf course, but people were saying that they were up on hole three, which seems like the way that everyone was wording it was very far away from like the racetrack. Oh, really? So yeah, I and I, I I heard also that the guy got arrested. I don't know. I don't know how you even find someone when they do that in the middle of the night. But yeah. Uh, it's yeah beyond me. And and I worked I worked golf course on the the greens crew for a couple of years, and that shit is difficult. And it takes quite some time, and it almost is just never the same. So, you're a scumbag. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, but back to yeah, what you were saying. Oh, yeah. Gloomy, I, rainy. Just the, it, just the whole weekend was prefaced weird right off the bat when it came to that. Yeah. And then there wasn't – it didn't seem like there was a ton of people. Uh, everybody seemed very spread out this year. Uh, those that don't know Thompson Speedway Motorsports Park or whatever, it's the circle track. It's a half-mile circle, but around it and incorporated into the circle, there's a giant fucking road course. Well, when you're going to the circle track event, the road course becomes the roads and part of the parking lot. Uh, so campers, it's, it's a huge, ginormous facility, and, and there's campers spread out all over the place. And last year, there was very much a party scene. Uh, you know, the, I think it was Cassie Rocco had the bachelorette party going, and we were basically invited ourselves to that. Had a great fucking time. Basically invited ourselves <laughs> to that. <laughs> Sammy Anderson did a split. It was great. Uh, but then, <laughs> then from there, uh, the, the, everybody, again, very much spread out. Even in the, the, the party that we did go to, there were these weird little like groups of three and four little clicks and people talking and it wasn't a big I don't know until we started playing like then you know John Denver and and you know Journey and things like that yeah then people start to gather uh, gathering you know having a crowd that only attracts more of a crowd so we kind of got that going Saturday night but Friday uh, it was okay yeah, Friday was pretty clicky now that you mentioned it, it. was yeah. it was uh, very low key uh, had to. Uh, we did have prime real estate again, though, this year. Uh, Rusty Poland's parents, Wayno and Angela, uh, they, they go into the high rent district every year when we go to Thompson. Uh, they get they are quite literally one of only six campers on the back stretch. That uh, It's incredible. You can sit basically in a, the lounge chair. You can see the whole racetrack. You can watch the races from a comfy chair. You can go take a shit if you need to in the comfort of your own rolling home. Set up a lawn chair. I'm all for alternative seating at a racetrack. Uh, to me, that that's fucking ideal. That's perfect. Uh, so we were all just kind of hanging out on the back stretch together. Uh, we all ended up on the front stretch at one point Saturday. Uh, that was cool. And uh, Saturday night, uh, that was interesting. Friday night, I cuddled with Rusty. That seems to be our, our go-to thing uh, on the on the flipping fuck that, that's in the camper there. So Rusty and I cuddled night one. Um, night two, we got a little bit more aggressive, I think. Uh yeah, was that was Saturday the egregious move in the SK race, um, or was that also Sunday? No, no that was Sunday. Sunday. That was in that front was of Sunday. us. Yeah. <clears throat> so what happened Saturday? There was races. I don't know that there was. Oh, Derek Bukaki won, and Derek oh, Griffith yeah. won. That was cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my fuck! I, so I went back and watched. Well, I don't remember. I don't think I went back and watched it, but I think Jake Matheson might have posted the video on his Snapchat story. Uh, so the hit that. I think it was Derek Ramstrom took. Oof. Holy fuck. I didn't... I saw how bad... I watched the whole thing happen, but I didn't realize how bad it was until I watched the replay. Uh, oh, my God. It like... Is he they, dead? Like, chills down your spine when you watch something... Someone hit that fucking hard. It took, like, a hard right, did it not? Well, so Ben Rowe got into the back of DJ, and DJ overcorrected, and just... They both... I mean, it's bad. It's like bad, bad? bad. Where do like, I find like this? Like, the wall was the brakes. That's not what you want. No. Coming out of two. Where do I find this? 
Uh, that's a great question. Thank you so much for asking. Oh, I have I don't so many know. great questions. Yeah, I don't think that you could find it right now because it was I saw it like yesterday at some point, like uh, about shit a brick, a little bit of masonry. Yeah, at the, at the pooper. <laughs> masonry at the pooper. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was Saturday. Uh, what else happened Saturday? Um, again, this this weekend, much like other weekends, blended into just one long day. It felt like. Yeah, my life is really just one. And I only took day. a sh- one shower. We spent two nights there, and I took one shower. Wow. I'm proud of myself. Wow, you're growing. Right? Um, yeah. yeah, I don't... See, I don't remember much about the other races that happened. Pass and acts, really all paid yeah. attention to. Pro four mods, I think. Oh, yeah, they had them yeah. there. Took a nap for that. They uh, had, they had shit box racing. I think I spent the whole NEMA race getting a baked potato. Oh. Baked potato. My God. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, There's another SK race. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, we can't forget about the SK race because Teddy Hodgson and Keith Rocco put on one hell of a battle. Yes, they did. Holy fuck. Yeah, thank God we remember Teddy that. Teddy Hodgin, uh, for sure. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Hodgin. Uh, no, Teddy Hodgson and, uh, like you said, Keith Rocco, they put on a fuck of a show. They were crossover over after, after crossover after crossover after crossover. Um, then Todd Owen kind of showed his nose in there a little bit, and then there was just there was a kind of a free for all at the end. But uh, absolute fuck of a race that those guys put on it. That was incredible to watch. Teddy got kind of squirrely there at the end, fell back a few spots. Um, but no, the 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 racing at Thompson never really sucks, um, other than maybe the NEMA cars. But um, you know they, they 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 put on a hell of a show there. The act race was good. The pass race was good. That came down to the wire as well too. Derek Griffith. Um, kind of picked his way up through the field, ended up leading a good chunk of the race at the end there, but he had to still go through a few restarts at the end. Um, Dave Farrington absolutely ruined Johnny Clark's day for no reason uh, going into turns three and four. I don't know if you saw that. No. Uh, Johnny Clark, your current, I believe, point leader for the past Pro All-Star Series Super Late Models, uh, he had marched his way all the way back from the back of the pack up to like fourth, um, and Dave Farrington just absolutely just hashtag NVR lifted into three and four, wiped both of them out. Uh, Johnny Clark was pretty pissed and uh, started swiping him at the under yellow and things like that. Um, I believe Johnny Clark is still the point leader uh, over Dan Winter, Kate Ray, and somebody else. Yeah, Maybe I don't ben. know. So the, the, my favorite thing about the way we operate is that you just said, I don't know if you saw that, which I did absolutely see that, but I don't remember what actually actually happened no, no like i can remember the accident happening but i can't remember i can't put blame on anyone so i'll just let the imagination yeah do, no that do the, what it does the, the super late models put on a good show they always do in my opinion i love super late models uh rick kluth <laughs> rick kluth was actually hanging out with us for a little bit on the back stretch there uh he's the one that owns uh, rusty's car that he just won in at the mrs race at lee uh, he was trying to say, you know, real race cars don't have fenders. I was like, fuck you. They, they, you know, the real ones do. And then we're just natural ribbing each other. And so that was a good time. Um, but uh, Derek Derek Bukaki just dick stomped him in the act race. Uh, it wasn't even close, really. No. Um, DJ and Benro put up a bit of a battle at the end, I guess. But they weren't really in the same no, code. No, they're still about a straightaway back. Yeah. And, yeah. and then Saturday night happened. Yeah, Saturday night did happen. Yeah, it, uh, I, I had to go to truck again. I didn't go to bed. I went to truck. It started. It started at the clubhouse. Oh, for us, it started at the clubhouse. Bobby and Margaret made the trek from from Grove Tona. Showed up, and uh, everyone was a little hungry. We needed a little bit of food before we knew it was going to be an aggressive night. We, it was like an MRS race. Saved our tires on Friday, and <laughs> and Saturday we were going to burn those fuckers up. So, 
um yeah it it got it was fun um we I was looking back at the video. What the fuck was that? Congratulations, you hit puberty, Bradley. What the fuck was that? Thank God I can use all the help I can get in more than one just department. <laughs> Mickey so, Mouse um, fucking bullshit so, under there. <laughs> <table here. laughs> my, my, voice has just gotten, my voice has gotten... <laughs> Not my drop button. <laughs> my voice has gotten... What was that? <laughs> I think I just made the same noise that we started just... Oh. making fun of um <clears throat> I, I was looking back at the videos of um when we were when we were all singing and having a great time i don't know that the pe- the people that own the campers that we were around i don't think they were part of the party were they in bed i don't they, know i think they were um the w- so I the way stagger steve was out there the way that it was hole. set up so again, you have the road course, which is like a, a you got some loop de loops and doodahs and stuff like that. Well, to the I guess the left side or against the 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 road line there, they had all the campers lined up nose to tail. So it was like a neighborhood with all the doors facing the inside, and then you had another line with the doors facing the other one. So all the doors were facing each other, and they were all nose to tail. So it was like a corridor of campers. I don't know that anybody in the gaggle that we had during the party scene lived in any of those campers for the weekend. And, well, I know, and they were all closed, very dark, like and, they were <laughs> sleeping. And we, for sure, had a giant party speaker. <laughs> I, I, I know of maybe two or three that were a part of those campers, but I was looking back at the video, and we were all so loud and so drunk and there was so many of us and there were so many of us that I could point like I, I knew that they were there because we were there and we said that we were going to be there and like we probably told them to also come there and um, yeah watching the videos I was like hmm I don't know Did maybe they brought earplugs maybe they just knew I mean they should at this point but yeah. it was it was quite the time uh, Friday night was we were pretty loud I guess we were told to turn turn it down and uh, I heard someone turned it up instead, so I love that. Um, love that energy. That's the kind of energy I live was for. Was that the night that that guy yelled at us because of the words on the nope, song? No, nope. that And I don't know that that guy was yelling about the words of the song or if he was just yelling because of the music we were listening to, but that was Saturday. That was after the party. So oh. fr- Saturday... I for sure told that guy to go fuck himself. Saturday, we had we had a great... I mean, it was a great time, and um, the party ended up like just so much so much karaoke Ashley Crowley nailed it with the music um, she pretty much just played anything that we requested <laughs> which was great um, that's exactly how you should operate and uh, people seem to like it so I know a lot of people that are still recovering their voices still a little shot um, yeah but it was it was a great time and then after we got told that we needed to leave basically we decided that we were gonna go on tour and I found out about this tour by Robbie on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I don't remember going on tour at all. Oh. The only thing that I do remember is I remember I was holding the speaker, I believe, and uh, I remember that guy coming down very angry at us. And he, he was very mad. Yeah. And I don't necessarily... I don't I even don't know, know what why. song was playing, but he was like mad about the words. I think it must have been Dreams and Nightmares because I, the playlist that I made for the weekend didn't really have much of the music that he did not prefer. And 
Mac Miller doesn't say the word that he got upset by. And what I, I honestly think that he was mad about the kind of music that we were playing. At least that's the vibe that I got. But yeah. then again, I like I said, I also it, he learned more or less just wanted to cause a scene and get in a fight. Which don't do that around me because you're going to lose. There was, and I don't know what he he. <laughs> I I could still picture it in in my head the way that he approached us. He like came it was down. very bizarre. You ever seen Letter Kenny? Yeah. The, the main character there, yeah. I forget his name. Yeah. He, he, I feel like he, the guy had a tucked in flannel on. Good old fashioned Donnie Brook. The guy, well, the guy came down and he just like, I feel like he like pouted for a second, like had his hands straight down. He was like, you guys need to stop. <laughs> like, what, we're like, what, what, were you, what are you talking about? And I remember very vividly, we were all, we all just kept walking because the guy was like, he's screaming at us. And then he was like, also pissed drunk. We too. kept walking. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, he was speaking in Braille, but we, we could, we kept walking and then eventually. I turned around and you and I were both just like, why don't we just go right back by him and play a more aggressive song? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like why don't we just do that? Like what, maybe just, that's why we get in trouble. Maybe see what happens. Maybe that is why we get in trouble. I don't know. I, I, I think that's called poking the bear I or don't, pushing the limit, finding the edge, if you will. We had enough people. Oh yeah. I don't remember. See, that's oh, god damn it. I was trying to get filled in by Rob on Sunday about what the fuck Excuse happened. Excuse me? What? You wanted Rob to do what? Listen, <laughs> great guy. Met him this weekend. <laughs> we're, we're now pool partners. Um, Doug, we, Dougie Robert Gordon or whatever his name is. Same guy. Robert. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gordon. <laughs> what the fuck did you just do? <laughs> <laughs> no, so... I, like he was telling me like all these things about a Saturday night after the party, and I was like, "Yeah, I remember that for sure." And I don't. I remember literally the guy coming down, and that was it. And then I, I'm trying to like remember who was even there, a part of that deal. I have no. I remember that there was way more of us than there was him, and that's why I, I feel like said, that's typically this situation. Though, it's like I promise we have more friends than you do. Right well, that, now. <laughs> and I was like, that's kind of why I was like, why don't we just turn around and go back to you know right where he just came from? And I think that's called getting ballsy. Well. I have three. Also, we're One's a tumor, also we're kind of cunts. Where it's just like, nah. Well, you're mad. You, you think you're mad now. Yeah. I promise you're gonna be way more mad in a minute. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't know why you're mad, but you're gonna be way more mad in a second. Yeah. <laughs> um. No. Yeah. It's a great time. Saturday. I mean, we just. Yeah. It's Saturday. Saturday. We ended up in kind of the same spot that we did Friday night, and ended up. You know, Carl Medeiros was there. Ended up talking to him until like fucking four a.m., and then I had to make the trek back to the backstretch. So. I'm literally on the road, and I had to go all the way back to the backstretch because that's where my bed was. That was my residence with Russell. And I, I walked, like, the 47 fucking miles all the way back to the camper. I opened up the door, and I forgot Bobby had made the trek from Groveton down to fucking Connecticut. So I open up the door, and the bed's not even made. Rusty's tits up in the flipping fuck. And Bobby's on the floor. Jeremy's on the other side of the floor. It looked like a goddamn the beaches of Normandy when I woke up. There's just bodies all over the floor. So I'm like, cool. The only spot available was the hardwood next to the shitter. Rest and rip. And I was like, well, you know what? I really hope that the truck is unlocked. So I opened up the truck. I went to truck. Slept a good 90 minutes or so. Was recharged, ready to take on Sunday. You seem perplexed. No, I, I just I was looking back through the face space, and uh, Holly Fuller posted a video of uh, a good gaggle of us. Uh, we had a great group of people in the grandstands on Saturday night. Yeah. Um, just we're we're all doing shots, which is terrific. I see uh, I see a Sean Foster daddy in the wild. 
Uh, obviously, me. I, I had some gross. At, Daddy had his sack. Let's just let's just put da- that. Daddy, up there. D- yeah. Daddy brought his he, sack. He had his sack and his chef. This is there's there was both the Crowleys, uh, Amanda Fuller. No, Taylor's not doing a shot. Our good pal Jesse there and uh, Daniel Eugene it gave me a little little bit of a smile there with just how. Uh, Look at how eloquently he's taking his shot. <laughs> he's just he's just sipping on it. All of us drunk assholes. Kid is a superstar. He is. He can we talk about the entrance that he had? Was it was it Saturday? Did you see uh, that? I thought it was so. Sunday. I, you weren't up there. Were you? No, you I think up, I. I think I was Sunday. with Bobby. Well, he was riding his bicycle oh. as as a Daniel Eugene does in the yeah. wild. He was riding his bicycle and he rode up into the crowd that we had. Fucking, he's he is drunk. I've never seen him this drunk, like literally ever. Um, and he, he fucking cruises in on his bike, stands it up, fucking kicks it over, and he's like, "I'm here, bitches." <laughs> he's just like, "I'm ready to go," in typical Daniel fashion. Uh, but now he's he's a uh, very eloquent. That's a good way to say that. Yeah. yeah, he's a gem. He is a gem. Uh, he's our gem. God damn it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Sunday Sunday happened. We woke up. I felt refreshed ish after a good ninety minute nap. Um. We all uh, just kind of hung out on the backstretch for a little bit, and then we decided to go get food because I was starving. Oh, I forgot about the fucking restaurant we went to on Saturday. So Wayno needed beer and ice. So I forgot all about this. So <laughs> we go to get beer and ice, and we, we leave the racetrack. This is Saturday before the races. And so we're going. We go to like we ended up going to like this shop and save deal, like a Hannaford of sorts. Y'all left. At like ten, there was nothing going on. There was like practice. So, so let's 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 paint this picture a little okay. bit. So, I, I walk uh, Taylor. I forgot all about. This. I told Taylor I wanted to be at the racetrack by like noontime because I had shit to do. Everything started at like two or whatever. I wanted to have two hours to just putt around and get people their merchandise that they wanted. Go shoot the shit with with all my friends. And so we woke up and got to the racetrack at like nine thirty. Um, so that was fun. And that was actually like, I, I want to get to the racetrack as early as possible. I'm not one of those people that like to be there late. So we were there at perfect time. Uh, and I go walking through the pit area, get, get people their merchandise and stuff, say hi, you know, kiss babies, whatever. And, um, we eventually make our way back to Rusty's camper. Well, right as we get there, everyone's like, Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna, uh, go and get beer and ice. I'm like, okay, yeah, cool, cool, sweet. So, we end up walk, like, walking back out. I walk over to Rusty's truck, and I'm like, oh, I gotta grab someone a sweatshirt, and you know, someone wants a hat, so I'm gonna go to Taylor's car, get that shit, go bring it to that person. I'm gonna, I'll meet you guys when you get back because there was like 18 of you guys fitting in, in four seats in a truck. Yeah, we the six of us piled into just a regular 1500 pickup truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I saw that happening. Was like, if anyone's gonna be the odd man out, it's probably the one that sh- that's like kind of on a mission to go sell merchandise. So I should go do that. So I went to go do that. Well. You know, eventually it's it's ten ten thirty whatever you guys left and it's like now twelve forty five and I'm like I just want a cold beer and my friends went to go get the ice which is typically cold and they have ninety percent of the beer so I was like all right I'm gonna I'm gonna just go fuck myself I guess because I don't know where they are so I like messaged you guys and I or I messaged you and I was like are you guys like almost back like and you were no. like no we're at a restaurant like. 20 minutes away i was like oh my god the races go green in like an hour we we had gone to get beer and ice so we stop at this i don't even remember what it was called there's like a hannaford shaw's whatever 
and we go there and <laughs> we, we pick out all the beer or whatever. Well, the ice thing is empty. So me being the dickhead that I am, I sent Nate Barth on a mission throughout the rest of the store, like it might have ice instead of the one place that does have ice. I was like, you need to go find his ice. Okay. He's, he's gone for like 20 minutes. He's done seven laps around this fucking place. He's like, they don't have ice. I'm like, wow, whatever. Way to disappoint us, Nate. And so we get all the beer, which was good that we didn't get ice because we're all like, oh, well, we're all hungry. Where is there to eat? Oh, let's go to Subway. I'm not doing Subway. Oh, let's go here. We're not doing that. Let's get Mexican. We're not doing Mexican. All right. So there's this place called the Whistle Stop Bar and Grill or whatever it is. So it's like 15 minutes from where we were. We're like, perfect. Let's just go. So we go there and we're getting, we're going through Connecticut into Mass, I think. And it's getting to be like not the typical like nice rich white folk areas that we typically is that you would associate with like Connecticut or whatever and we're getting into like sketchier houses and, and stuff that like maybe you and I have grown up in and we're like I'm weird I'm, we're making a joke like I bet this place is somebody's fucking house or something we pull up sure as shit there's basically two houses in the parking lot of the place it looks like a house we open up the door and the lady's like do you want to sit up in front or do you want to sit in back and I was just like, careful how you ask that. Uh, but I was like, you probably want to put us in the back, wh- whatever that means. You just probably want us not around the general population of humans. So we go out back, ordered a blueberry brew. That was fucking good. Never heard of it before. We all had like buffalo chicken dip and, and I got a salmon. And it was, it was we, everybody had a damn good meal. And we're all joking, having a good time. And there's like this baby throwing shit on the table next to us. And we're like making fun of it. And it ended up being our waitress's grandson or something. She loved it. Hell of a tip. And then we ended up coming back and we stopped at a gas station. Well, we pull into the gas station. I'm like, Rusty, this place looks familiar. Why does this look familiar? I was like, oh my God. Last time we went to Foxwoods, it was the same gas station we got out and pissed all over the building. (laughs) So I was like, is this the gas station we pissed on all over when we went to Fox? I was like, oh my God, it is. So I go get ice. And by the time I had paid for it and gone to the cooler to get ice, Rusty's literally pissing on the dumpster next to the building in front of God and everybody. I'm like, just because I said it didn't mean you had to do it again. Yeah. Uh, and then we came back to the racetrack. Want to see me do it again? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> um, like a penis, only smaller. Uh, no, so then we got, we finally got our ice. We came back and Sunday happened at Thompson. Yeah, so while you guys were gone, I uh, ended up eventually, I think I when I went to go get the sweatshirt and the hat, I think Amanda Fuller came with me. We, we, we eloquently shotgunned a uh, warm Bushlight apple, which I have realized very recently that I, so I probably haven't shotgunned, before like the Beechridge finale, I probably hadn't shotgunned any sort of alcohol in four or five years. I just don't. I don't. People ask me all the time, hey, do you want a shotgun? No, not really. I like to be casual when I drink. Um, I don't want to, you know, have fucking heartburn or whatever. So uh, I, I just hadn't been doing it. Well, then I tried it with a Bushlight Apple that one time at Beechridge, and I was like, oh, my God, this is actually, like, super easy and tastes really good, and, and I enjoy this a lot. So I uh, did it that one time on the front shoot and then uh, did it twice this weekend. But, yeah, so... Um, we went back to the car, we shotgunned and may or may not have spilt bush light everywhere, um, that I had to clean up because I knew Taylor would be very mad. So, um, 
I don't think that she knew. Why did you piss in the hotel room or something? No, 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 no. The bush light. Oh. When when we when we did the when Amanda did the thing, it sprayed like we just like champagne, like we just won something, but we didn't. Amanda sprayed you with bush light apple. She does that with bush light apple when we were shotgunning. We need you to pay back attention. It squirted. The bush light apple can. (laughs) Oh, went everywhere like champagne. So her can. Have you seen champagne? Is it milk? You know when? You know when? You know when when someone wins something cool, like of F one race, the champagne. Mm. You pop the the top and you drink off, it out of a shoe. And then you no well, yes. Well, <laughs> we didn't drink out of a shoe. Well, that's good. Well, half the half the drink ended up in my shoe, which was in the back of Taylor. It, it's a it was a whole story. So okay. we ended up shotgunning, whatever. We made the most of it. I was trying to just I was trying to have a good time and be drunk by the time you guys came back because I figured that you guys were drinking at the restaurant, but like I wasn't and we then, just weren't in sync. No, no, we weren't. We, we were almost like we were more like the Backstreet Boys, right? Um, so I don't know what else happened when you got, we were gone. Sold a bunch of merchandise. That was great. Um, but then uh, yeah, I ended up on the back shoot again for a couple minutes, and then uh, I ended up sitting in the grandstands the whole entire day. Yesterday, is, we're talking about Sunday, right? Which was yesterday. it was quite literally one long day. Yeah, yesterday already weekend. feels like it was three days ago. Yeah. So yeah, yesterday. Ended up happening. There was just a couple, two, three of us in the grandstands, I think, for the most part. Well, I guess you you Bobby, you and Bobby came over. Uh Taylor was there. We had Nate, mom and dad. Yep. As in Kristen and Smitty. Yeah. Oh yeah, mom and dad did come over. We had uh Deej Trudeau and, and Rob Gordon. <laughs> Deej Senior. Deej, Deej Senior did something cool. Deej Senior. De- De- David Junior Senior. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, he won the mini stock race, and then we invaded victory lane. Oh yeah, West was there. Jesse was there. We had, we, we ended up with we ended up with a gaggle for a while there, though. It looked like we weren't going to have many friends. We had a fractured Manson. gaggle. For we me. had a very fractured gaggle. I was very scared, and I was very cold because I forgot my jacket and like any it sort was, of warm it was clothing. annoyingly cold. Yeah, because it wasn't like bone chilling, but it was like it was enough to where a jacket made you sweat, but a sweatshirt wasn't enough. If it wasn't for Sammy Anderson coming up with a blanket, I would have passed away yesterday. A hundred percent because I am also lazy in the sense that I was not going back out to the car to go get my jacket. That's just not something that I felt like doing. So she showed up with a blanket and that literally saved my life because like it was, it was very, very nipply. Um, and so, but fractured gaggle for quite some time. And then eventually all of our friends showed back up. It was actually, no, it was kind of still fractured because you hate a fractured gaggle because we had a fractured gaggle. And then, then, uh, well, Ashley was already there. Shauna showed back up and, and Amanda showed back up and Sammy showed up. And then you and, and, and Nate and Bobby and Deej and Rob all left so then we had even more, and then Cassidy was there, and then she left. So then it was just like, were you just there by yourself at one point? <laughs> yeah, there was no one else in the grandstands. <laughs> I was just sitting there by myself. Races are over. Brad's like, where are my friends? Yeah, yeah. you know the last time that I was actually no, never mind. Well, yeah, well, it's too late. So now. <laughs> yeah, there was one time in my life that I've ever been sitting like by myself in a sporting venue, and it was the game five of the Stanley Cup final in 2016. Penguins were playing the Sharks. Was it after the game? And I drove, yep, and I drove from Maine to Pennsylvania that overnight the night before, got in town that morning, 7.30 a.m., kind of potted around, whatever, fell asleep on a sidewalk, as one does when you don't sleep overnight. Um, I wasn't homeless. I just didn't have a home. And so I ended up going to the game, whatever. Penguins played 
unbelievable loss, like three to two. Martin Jones had like sixty nine saves. Nice. And everyone left the vicinity, and I did not leave my seat, and I just sat there staring at the ice with like maybe a tear flowing down. Like I spent so much money on this. What a stupid idea that was. I was like eighteen. 19, 20, 19, something like that. I don't know. But I was like, fucking A. What a dumbass. So could, they have, could they have won the cup that six, night? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah in Pittsburgh bummer. on that's, home ice. That's a bummer. And yeah. So security literally had to come and be like, sir, you do look around. There's, uh, there's no one else here. <laughs> Read the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, good. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. So basically, I was sitting by myself yesterday. It sucked. Mm. Mm. No, we had friends. Fractured gaggle. Fractured, Fractured gaggle for like a good portion of the weekend. Because like you guys wanted to sit on the backstretch. Like it made sense. That was your home and you alternative seating. It was home base. But I Has don't, been the last couple of years. I don't like when you can't see out of two is good. Like there's the fences there. So like you could like. In well, our to be shot. fair, this year we were farther down the backstretch. We we're closer to turn three, which is cool because that's right where like the super late models, the at cars are all bouncing off the chip. Oh, it was like yeah. the right where they're all lifting. Well, so you had to sit back there so you could change your drawers every fucking ten laps. Right, uh, exactly. Okay. So yeah. it was pretty cool, uh, as opposed to last year where we were kind of more in the middle, almost directly behind like the 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 scoreboard thing, uh, which you could you could see everything from there. Yeah, because uh, there wasn't too much fence to where it like fucks your vision up or whatever. Um, so I kind of get where everyone was coming from. I could I thought I could see fine. Um but is what it is. I, I enjoyed home base. Uh, I'm never going to not take up that opportunity to sit in an RV and watch the races. That that, that never, ever sucks. Um, so uh, definitely took advantage of that. And yeah. Fracture gaggle. Yeah. Yeah. Races were good. The the, the mini stock race, like we, we kind of touched on for a second there, was had a thrilling finish. Deej Sr. Deej Sr. by a nose. Yeah. Craven uh, got him <laughs> again. There was like three Craven got him moments this weekend. One was the the trucks there. That, no, that fella there. No, I know the, that the, that Rocco fella with the fifteen fella. The, he, with he, the, well, you're, the beginning of your story is interrupting the middle bad, of mine. So bad, um, I just would like to say that the that fifteen fella did something cool in the trucks. I don't remember who he was racing against. Maybe like the ten. It was the thirty eight. Susa. Oh yeah, it was yeah. the ten back. Yeah, because Reagan probably Dorted. fucked up. Reagan probably fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, Craven got him. Craven was driving the 15 truck. Could be. Yeah, um, I, I don't he know. He probably that doesn't is. know me either. Did a hell of a job, though. Yeah, really did. The yeah. fit, the it's like black and yellow with a black number with a yellow outline on a black and yellow. It's a lot. It's something that you definitely would love. Uh, I hate it. Okay. Um, but no, he, he drove a hell of a race. Uh, that Souza fella, he's usually the one to beat when it comes to those Nash trucks, the Exit Realty Pro trucks. Um, I'd be all in on trying to drive one of those. They seem like a time. They they're seem they're like a metric chassis with a truck body on it. Weird, but I'm all in. Um, they look cool. Uh, our pal, friend of the program, Emma Emma Monahan or Mona Emma Han, depending on how drunk you are. Uh, she she was up to third, I think, at one point. Um, got turned around up off of turn number four, so she was all bummed out. And I was like, "You're you're gonna win one of these at some point. Like you you obviously don't suck at it." So um, luck has sucked, though. <laughs> I think he finished like seventh, no. eighth, ninth, something like that. Seventh, better than eighth. If you know, he did, he did, he did more laps at Thompson than I did. That's true. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Well, I mean, do you count tours like touring? Because we did a lot of. Wait, it certainly got my steps in. Mm-hmm. Steps, mm-hmm. steps were fucking good for the month. So I think. back to the beginning of your story. That, um, oh, that that Rocco fella. Uh, I know he did the cool thing with the the big race. Controversy. Controversy. If Controversy you will. all day. 
kind of. Yeah. Uh, so the, was it the SK race? Yeah. Or the S or the Sunoco? Yeah. Whatever. Um, absolutely not clear high. Uh, even close. Uh, Ronnie Williams almost took the flag stand down. Uh, and then Keith Rocco gets out like it was Ronnie's fault. That that move I didn't understand really at all. Uh no. They they <laughs> they've had a they've had a, a bit of a history. I know that they have a weird history, but Keith was they were like even. Comes out of four and Ronnie literally just gets driven through the front stretch wall. Like I had my mid out and everything, ready to catch a fifty car. Uh Ronnie gets out, wants to go talk to him, kinda does a hold me back move. Uh and then Keith gets out yelling at Ronnie and I, I didn't understand that move really. Um uh, but yeah, weird move. Apparently he also did some cool stuff in the big race too, right? Keith Rocco. Yeah, well, yeah. So I, a lot of people saying that the, the the thirty to go spin out was on purpose so to strap on a, uh, some tires. Strap on. Strap on. Yeah, strap on some tires. Uh, I'm a little fucking out to lunch right now because the Red Sox just walked it off for the second night in a row. Um, behind Charlie's head. Oh, Charlie's head. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of red in my mm, vision right mm, now. I understand. Um, yeah, but no. So the. I don't even necessarily know that I just heard anything that you said about the SK race, but yeah, the whole um, clear high thing was very much clear with contact. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Ronnie, did the the replay of that is he inches from hitting the flag stand. Yeah. Like, which we found out when we went down and invaded uh, Victory Lane for Deej Sr. Like less than six inches, because I know what less than six inches looks like. Yeah, it's, it's not a lot, apparently. No. Found that out the hard way. Uh, literally. Uh, but in front of the fl- <laughs> in front of the flag stand, though, I didn't know this until we were down there. There's a giant concrete pillar. Oh yeah, that I assume well protects the flag stand and the guy in it. Well, that would make sense. Um, which absolutely would have ripped a modified in half. Yeah, like not even thought about it because I promise, concrete walls and pillars do not move. Undefeated against race cars. Um, so good thing that the the Williams machine came down before the flag stand because that would have been a bad day. Right. Um, but yeah, that weird, weird move there, but apparently more controversy in the 300 Keith Rocco spent allegedly, and I, I don't dislike a Keith Rocco really either. I like a Keith Rocco. No, I like a Cassie Rocco. Yeah. I like the party scenes. Absolutely. Um, apparently spins himself out. This is allegedly again. Yeah. Uh, were you not there at that point? No, we left like halfway. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah so, so this is a, all news to me. There was a lot of single car spins. I think that it was icy. Um, it was cold and ah. it was like misting. And it's not even the icebreaker. So, well, yeah, true. And it was, so I think that there was like black ice. They kept hitting black ice. That's, that has to be, that's the only logical explanation that they had. Um, there's a lot of single car spins, like I said. And was it like a Clint Boyer, like honestly, his foot itched or something? Or? No, it's just don't, don't hate the player, hate the game. Yeah. He wasn't the only one that did it. He just ended up successful. And so people are mad. Mm. And he has $20,000 and they don't. Well, whatever. Well, more than 20000 He's won more races at Thompson than I have. True. True. Well, like yeah, you we, said, it's 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 a game, especially on those garbage tires that the the you know between MRS, which I know it's a different tire. So whoever wants to chime in here and be a keyboard warrior, shut the fuck up. I know that the different tires, the M tires, are different, but um, those twenty thirties and all that stuff, it, it's garbage. You have to conserve so much to where it just becomes about tire management, which that's not really driving race cars at that point. I don't think it's more of a strategy. Um, just playing a game, which it, 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 there's a couple different ways to look at it, but it's not as cool to me. It's just driving a race car, but 
Um, if he did it and he succeeded at it, good on him. He's got a cool trophy. Did you see the trophy? Did you see like the champion fucking oh, yeah, stand up yeah, yeah. thing? Yeah, that, that thing is fucking badass. Yeah, that thing's pretty cool. We we can't skip over the fact that our new new pal there, JP, won the SK. The, the, yeah, also the SK did a hell of a job. Yeah, that was cool. Ethan uh, DeRocher tried to take the in, infield wall down. Yeah. Well, that's that's that is um, the highs and lows of having a BFP sticker on your car, <laughs> right there. One race right after another. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, because that's we always say you're either gonna win or flip. You're either gonna win or hit the inside wall pretty hard. Or hit the outside wall out of two like uh, that Chapman fella did. I, I, like th- and it was like so that the little one, the less little one, or the bigger one, or like the really little one, the medium little one, the medium little one. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think collectively the three of them weigh about a hundred pounds. Tyler, well, I mean, yeah, kind of, yeah, but yeah, no, Tyler, I believe, was the one that got uh, stuffed in the outside wall at a turn two. Mm. Um, not good. We like them. They have BFP stickers. It did work for him at one point in this year at Stafford. Unfortunately, this weekend was not his weekend. Um, yeah, our pal there, Jason, ended up finishing the race. Probably fin- had a decent finish because, so help me Jesus, they wrecked everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, he, he was a little beat up and ended up being able to limp it around and must. I don't know that he, maybe he didn't. Maybe I just lied. But I don't know. He must have had a decent finish, regardless. A couple laps down. I don't know. I just work here. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it's great racing. Not to be lost in the mix too. Uh, the Grove Groveton race, the three fifty Smack Tour went there. Uh, friend of the program, Bobby finished seventh in the race, which locked him up for second in the Smack Championship. Uh, second to Jeffrey Battle, who I believe won the race and the championship. Uh, which is typical Jeffrey Battle fashion, it you seems, in the, the small block super modifieds there. We like a Jeffrey Battle. Yeah, I don't dislike a Jeffrey Battle. Um, yeah, so racing all over the place. Where where are we going to be this weekend? Or may not be this weekend. Is this the off week or is that next week? No, uh, Thunder Road. Well, well. so... When is that? Here's the thing. Saturday and Sunday. Um. So I'm like 96. 7% going to Thunder Road. But there has been a lot of chatter from people on the socials that say that they that we should go to Waterford. Ooh. Which is how far? I feel like I always feel like so Waterford feel like is 18 this. hours away even though it's probably about the same distance as Thunder Road. Mm-hmm. Let's let's look it up. Also, also not to be left out in the mix too. Wiscasset held the uh the second half of the Beechridge Wiscasset uh, Warden Sons Super Street Sports Series extravaganza or whatever. Uh, Dominic Carrot goes out, wins the 100 lap race, gets DQ'd uh, in tech. Bubba Pelton goes out and wins the overall uh, series championship, gets a nice cool trophy from our good pal uh, Greg Emerson, had a nice little helmet case trophy thing, uh, big ass banner. So uh, good on, good on, um, Ken Minot for for putting on their half of the the show there the Jordan family Wiscasset Speedway uh Dan and Sue Walker for doing their part in all of that stuff again Greg Emerson Night Night Owl Designs making the helmet trophy there uh pretty cool to see that uh Bubba pull that off and and Bubba's been one that you know helped me very early on in my career especially with the sports series cars he 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 built my car that I still have today he does a lot of fabrication work he's a pretty good staple in the racing community here and uh cool to see him pull that off Oh, Waterford is three hours and six minutes away, and Thunder Road is three hours and 16 minutes, as we currently sit. I say, what's at Waterford? 
That's a great question. Thank you so much for asking. You're so welcome. Um, is it the Na- Nash trucks run there weekly, right? I think it's like what we went there for last year. It was just like a weekly race, wasn't it? No, last year was like their fall like weekend race, wasn't it? Waterford Speed Bowl schedule. Oh, that's when I was like super sick, wasn't it? Wait, were you? Yeah. Do you remember that? No. Yes, you do. Because we were someplace that we couldn't say that we were. And we recorded. Oh. In the parking lot. Oh, yeah. And I was like crazy sick. Yeah. I'd be down well, for Waterford. It's a good thing that we knew that you didn't have COVID because you ended up with that later on. Yeah, Um. True. T-K-L-C-O-S-S Pro 4 Nima Nima. No, no, I'm not going. What? I don't even know what that means. What Half of what I just said. I mean, Fast 5 Championship SK-75. That's okay. Um, so those are modifieds. That's the one thing that I knew what that just was. Other than Nima, Nima Light, and TBD, which I don't know what TBD is. But it's Tommy Baldwin something. Designs. <laughs> oh, my God. They have features on Friday, too. Oh, my God. Before you get too carried away, Thunder Road is not close to Waterford. <clears throat> oh my God! No, I'm not going to both. <laughs> okay. Fuck that! I honestly, <laughs> I'm like pretty convinced that I'm going to Thunder Road. But um, once we find out what TBD is, maybe something cool is going that there. Would be, uh, to be determined. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's SRX. That'd be cool. That would let's, be cool. at Waterford. Yeah, maybe that'd be fucking nuts. Let's go all in. I don't think they're doing that though. Oh okay. Well, yeah. Do we miss anything from this weekend? Oh, we do have. So. Hold on. And a couple things that we Hold need. On. To... Oh, I feel so like this has been a low-key we, show. We missed we missed uh, last week. Kyle Streeter won like the overall deal in the street stocks at uh, Thunder Road in, uh, from the Milk Bowl Friday that actually ended up running on the Milk Bowl weekend. Uh, he has a big old BFP sticker on the back of his car, so um, that's that that's big. That's, that was on us. And also Evan Evan Orvath's dad. Uh, oh, was his final yeah. race flagging, and How Russell we... picked up the win. They were doing and laps stole around. Flag. Yeah. The, oh well. <laughs> Oh no! There's a, we'll uh, cut that. Oh, have you no? Have you not last heard week's show? Have you not heard this yet? <laughs> no. Oh, so Rusty again. We we tried giving the flag back when Rusty won at Lee, um, and Rusty didn't know that 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 was Evan's dad. So being a good person, Rusty tried to get a hold of Evan and be like, "Hey, you know, if your dad wants the flag back, like I may have already written on it, but he can definitely have it back if he wants it." And Evan's dad was like, "No, that was awesome. Like I want you. To, I would rather you have it." Uh, so that cool little tidbit there, but that, that was pretty cool of uh, Evan's dad to do that on his very last uh, for now, I assume, or if he's done forever, whatever. Uh, but on his last last race that he flagged, I'm trying to figure out if there's anything else that we need to discuss. Did we... Any housekeeping? I don't think so. I don't think. I think. I think we got everything. So we if... did. We did come out with the uh, the touring series of humans schedule. <laughs> we did. Yeah. We did. That. Uh, I don't have it on me right now, but I know that it start. It was supposed to start this weekend at a Thunder. Well, started last weekend at Thompson, then Thunder Road, um, and then there's. I think we have a bye week, right? Well, the bye week is supposed to be the thirtieth because we're not going to Nashville anymore. What's I have the a 23rd? wedding. Oh, Seacon. I have a wedding on the sixth. Oh, that's what it is. So. So it's it was Thompson this past weekend, and then Thunder Road this weekend, Seacock next weekend, Jesus. Uh, and then we have an off weekend. You know what's a cunt to get to? fucking seaconk yeah 
Yeah, correct. Um, but we're going to do it. So then the weekend after that is my buddy uh, Ty Johnson, um, his best man. We're having a bachelor party, which turned into Margaret also. Uh, Margaret Parker also has a birthday party. So she's going to get a room down there, and we're going to just meet all on the floor of the casino and <laughs> cause some fucking havoc. Perfect. Uh, we're going to have a gaggle of all kinds of sorts. Ty said, literally, the more the merrier. Invite whoever you want. And so I'm just going to get a bunch of people just to all show up, and we're going to have a great time. Um I'm sure that when when we get people together, usually it's memorable. Mm-hmm. And I and sometimes we do alcohol and we don't remember all of it. But well. it's it's fun. It's all good fun. So then the weekend after that is a the not the turkey derby. Uh, they slept three hundred. That's gonna be a fucking time. Can't wait for that. Weekend after that, another off weekend, and then it's turkey derby. Snowball Derby in Las Vegas <laughs> um, to round out the <laughs> touring series of human schedule. This Who's paying for this? <laughs> we're we're going to find out. We're going to get a sponsor okay. of sorts. Um, I don't know. Yeah, Never done Turkey Derby. Never done the Turkey Derby. Um, we also should probably figure out the Snowball Derby plans. Uh, that should happen. Um, and then, yeah, Vegas. It's going to be... <laughs> that was a very... MGK has a concert in Connecticut the Halloween weekend. I think it's on Halloween, and I've been trying. I want to get people to go because ever since I left the last MGK concert, I've been wanting to go to another one. So I'm like, oh, like let's just. And I made a touring series of group chats, Snapchat group, like I said. And um, so I was like, oh, let's go to MGK. Well, our good pal there, Derek Holbrook's like, who's MGK? And I think he was being serious. Um, but he was just like, oh, if it was like Shania Twain, I'd go. Well, then we found out that Shania was doing a residency in Vegas. The Vegas Golden Knights are also from Vegas. Um, Noah Gregson from Vegas. So I, I basically was like, oh, let's go to, let's go this weekend or like this December tenth, eleventh, whatever. And uh, people were on board, and I was like, okay. So I texted Noah, and I was like, what are the chances you're going to be in Vegas this weekend? And he was just like, I th- pretty good. Like I think that I will be there. And I'm like, all right, sweet. So then I went back to the group, and then I looked up flights. And Spirit Airlines has like nonstop flights, like for like a hundred and fifty bucks. So basically, you know, YOLO. Fuck it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm probably down for that. Yeah, we're gonna have a good. Time. I've always been so scared to go to Vegas because I, I I feel like I'm either gonna die or just never come back. So well, we are gonna fly Spirit, so we might <laughs> not even make it there. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be super neat if we would make it there. Uh, fuck. Uh, has this yeah. has this been episode one thirty six? Yeah, uh, it was. Uh, it was. It was more fun of a to, low key. Yeah, it was. It was low key. But this weekend was so much fun. It was. It was a great time all around. Being able to meet, you know, not. I don't know that we met too many new people, but we always seem to meet new people or or people that we knew of that we met once or twice. We end up seeing again, and then we become even better friends. And that just seems to be how BFP rolls. And. Uh, to bring it full circle, I mean, Daniel Eugene is kind of, you know, he, he holds us all together. He, he, mm. He's the glue that keeps us all together because we, you know, I could uh, tomorrow or whenever his fucking album comes out, I could go on his web- website right now and pick through pictures from, the, you know, the Icebreaker, the Spring Sizzler, and there there's probably pictures of me having the time of my life with these humans whom I don't know. Maybe that maybe I don't know them now, or maybe I'll see them at the next event, and I'll be like, "Oh, hey, we have this picture together," and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, like, this is the connection that we can make because we were both at Stafford, we were both having a good time at Stafford. Here we are at Thompson, having a good time at Thompson." So, um, like I was looking through the pictures actually earlier, I was gonna make a Facebook post, you know, the the like, you know, where we stand with Daniel uh, deal, just basically post a bunch of pictures. But I like, like I said, I was at work all day, 
I have like eight pictures of me and George Bissett, and I think I've talked to him like three times. Half a time. Yeah. <laughs> but we're always in the same picture, which is great. And, you know, well, now I'm sure that we'll be in another picture at the fucking Spring Sizzler or the Iceberger next year. And, yeah. you know, I just, I just hope that uh, the events that ensued last night, uh, again, for whatever reason that they happened, uh, again, not acceptable, but I just hope and, and really, really, really hope that it doesn't deter him from wanting to go or wanting to be a part of it anymore. I hope that, if anything, it helps strengthen that and we can get behind him and, and rally behind him and, and show you know, that it doesn't fucking matter who you are, what you do, uh, who you love whatever whatever way you want to look at it that that shit doesn't matter um because we all in our little gaggle uh, of idiots and touring series of humans you know we're we're all at these places for the same reason we all love each other we all would would probably if anyone in the you know 30 best friends that we have if any one of them was like hey i need help or i need something we'd all go make it happen yeah. we would all drop whatever we were doing and fucking fix whatever needed to be done so yeah uh, this is absolutely no different the gaggle the gaggle roster has grown to about 30 i believe at this point we were all very upset with the uh events that transpired we were all we were all behind daniel we always have been behind daniel um we stand with daniel and i think that if this does anything it just needs to it just basically we need to it reiterates it if anything we need to even not even show him more that we're behind him you know um because those events shouldn't happen they should never happen and he shouldn't feel unsafe not for not for that reason and that's the shit that's that's ridiculous no yeah now it's one thing to you know get in a fight or, or beat the fuck out of somebody or whatever but not for that reason no that's just it's not okay uh but episode 136 36 Nate Levitt. Kenny Wallace. Dave Sapienza. Dave Sapienza. He took a ride <laughs> that yeah, mud yeah. race. So at one point in the gaggle group, some, I don't remember, someone was asking how the wreck happened, and this was still while you guys were there, and Bobby said, I couldn't really see what happened You know, going down the backstretch. Well, I think something broke. I think the 59 was Andy Jankowiak. Yes. So coming out of two, something broke or something because he spun out in front of everyone and they were all stacked up and they just all piled in and what a bad bad weekend for ronnie williams i mean he went out and set fast time in the one practice that they had on sunday i believe and was fastest by like two tenths and blew the motor and then went and stuffed well his sk in the out of the wall out of turn four. Well, he got stuffed in the, you get it. And then got stuffed into the wall out of turn two in the actual like 300. So not a good weekend, um, for him. And, uh, yeah. Huh? Well, he's still thinking of 36s. I can't think of any, probably a front row motorsports car of some sort. Oh yeah. Like Tony Linguini or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. 36. Oh, uh, Jay Sands. Yeah. And his kid, the other Sands. Eric. Eric. God damn, what an expensive weekend for Gary Gasella. Holy shit. Oh, fuck. yeah. Yikes. Yeah. Oops. We love Gary, so that sucks. Yeah. Is that all 36s? Yeah. Are we all done? Yep. All right. So this has been episode 136, low-key show, uh, but I think we said what we needed to say. Uh, again, we're going to come out 
with those those rainbow hats. So uh, we got to figure out get a rough head count here who who wants one, and uh, we'll uh, make that happen. Show Daniel some love on the socials. Keep yeah. doing what you're doing. We like seeing those posts, the hashtag, you know, giving him giving him the love and the credit that he deserves, and yeah. uh, and he is seeing them whether he's reacting to your posts or not. Yeah, I promise um, he's seeing all of them. There's too many of them, and he does appreciate it. I know that for a fact. So so uh, that being said. We'll see you next Tuesday, cunts. Race car, race car. Here we go, race car.